0: Welcome back to Torah, Imach, and Nachyomi with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Mrs. Michal Horowitz. We will continue our study of Sefer Tehillim. We are up to Kapitol Chaf Aleph, Chapter 21. In this chapter, it is a uh, capital in which the righteous king exalts and gives thanks to God, and he trusts in God to overcome his enemies. Lam Natsach Mizmora Le David, to the conductor, a song to David. Hashem Baozcha Yismach Melech. Hashem in your strength owes, in the strength of Hashem the king rejoices. And how greatly he rejoices in your salvation, and in your Yeshua, how much he rejoices. The desires of his heart you gave to him. The request of his lips, you did not deny. When we finish the Kabbitle, the Pesukim uh, with the translation, we're gonna come back and talk about that phrase. You greet him with blessings of goodness. You set upon his head a pure crown. He asks of you for life. You give it him. Length of days. Forever you bestow upon him. bishu ascha. His honor, how great is his honor in your salvation? So when the when God brings salvation, the king is honored. The king in this world is honored. The Jewish king and the king of all kings is honored through salvation. Hod vahadar, splendor and glory to Shavu Alav you bestow upon him. Ki Tishisehu Brachos Laad. You set blessings upon him continuously. Techadehu Besimcha Es You make him exceedingly joyful in your presence. So we see how the king is lauding and praising the salvation of God and being thanks for the salvation of God, for for Hashem granting him life, for winning over his enemies, for bringing glory to the king and the king of all kings. Because the king trusts in Hashem. We have the idea of putting our trust in God. In the kindness of the Most High, he will not stumble. Your hand, God, will find all your enemies. Your right hand, which symbolizes the strength of God will find those who hate you. Pasugud, you will make them like a fiery oven at the time of your anger. Hashem will consume them with his wrath and let his fire devour them. So here we talk about, Hashem will destroy the enemies. Pasugud Aleph, you will destroy their offspring from the earth and their descendants from among the sons of man. Pasugud base, though they were inclined to evil against you devising plots, they will not succeed. So even though the nations of the world and the kings of the world devise evil plots against Hashem and against his king and against his nation they will never succeed you make them turn their back the enemies are meant to turn are made to turn their back on god ultimately it's a sign of defeat they will be defeated you aim your bowstring at their faces. Hashem shoots arrows, so to speak, through the king here, from his heavenly bow. So this is all imagery of Hashem overcoming or winning over and destroying the enemy. Last pasuk, Hashem, Hashem, you should be exalted in your strength. Nashira, we will sing, and we will sing and praise your might. A beautiful capitol, 14, where the king talks about, first of all, blessing God for salvation over the enemies, and the second half of the capital is how Hashem will destroy his enemies and this is what we wait for and we long for in the end of days when the enemies of Am Yisrael, those who still today rise up to destroy us will ultimately be destroyed Hashem will shoot bows and arrows at their faces so to speak he will destroy them with fire when the ultimate Melach Yisrael Mashiach Tzitkenu will come and we will truly sing a song of praise I want to talk specifically about Pasuk Gimel here the desires of his heart the kings are you giving. To him. The Arashas Sifasav Manatasela. Okay, this reminded me and it might remind some of you as well when you hear these words of Arash Hashanah Davening. What it means is that Hashem, the request of his lips you did not withhold from him. Why did it remind me of Rash Hashanah davening? Very evocative, because if you look in your Rash Hashanah machzer, okay. After the Tekiyah Shovar, in the Musaf, for Rosh Hashanah, Tekiyah Shvaram Shua Tekiyah, Hayom Haras Olam, today is the birthday of the world, Hayam Yami B'mishvah Koyutsue Olamim, today all creatures of the world stand in judgment, etc. And what's the next paragraph that we say? A-Rashas may the utterances of our lips be pleasant before you kal Ram God who is exalted and uplifted umazin hashem understands and gives ear ma he he pays attention and he listens and he sees the call to the voice of our and please accept with mercy and goodwill Seder the order of our kingship verses we say this paragraph after mahio Zichhros and Shoferas. What the only thing that changes is Seder Machyoseinu, Seder Zichhosein, Zikhriosinu, and Seder Shofros So after each section, we say of so the Dqia Shofar in Machyus Zikhos and Shofros, Sifa Seinu, Ya Lefanecha. May the utterances of our lips be pleasant before you. What do we say in this Pasakhir and Parakh of Alaf of Tehil and Pasugimah? Arashas Sifasav. Ba manata selah, the utterances of his lips you did not deny to him so king david is praising and nodding god that the request of the king's lips hashem did not deny and that means hashem fulfilled the request and what do we say on rosh Hashanah we beseech the ribon shalom to accept the utterances of our lips they should be pleasing before him the god who is mighty who is exalted who understands who gives ear who looks who pays attention to the voice call a call call yakov our voice is the power of Prayer and the shofar really symbolizes, or by Joseph B. Salvechik speaks about this as do many others, the shofar really symbolizes the um, voiceless prayer of the neshama. Sometimes a person feels so overwhelmed, you don't have the words with which to properly speak. But what we do have is the call of the neshama, and that is the shofar. How poignant that after shofar, we paraphrase this pasuk from Tehillim, and we beseech Hashem, Whether it's the voice and utterance of our lips, or the call of the neshama, Arashas sifasenu, I want to quote from um, a shaper called Yamim no rhyme with the Magid by the great uh, Magid author Rabbi Pesach Kron. Yamim no rhyme with the Magid. He tells over the following true story that took place in the Auschwitz concentration and slave labor camp on Rosh Hashanah 1944. This story was recorded by Rabbi Tsvi Hirsch Meisels, 1902 to 1974. The Vechnitzer Rav he was a survivor of Auschwitz. He came to the to Chicago at the suggestion of his brother-in-law, the Bab of a Rav, Rav Shlomo Halberstam. Rav Meisels was the beloved Rav of Kehila Shavus Yisrael. He was regarded as Chicago's leading authority on Halacha. He experienced this event and was distraught for it the rest of his life. Rav Meisels led the Jewish community in Neymark, Galicia, Galicia, where he headed a yeshiva of students. In 1930, he became the Rav of Vets in Hungary. Where he served until 1944, when he and his entire community of vets in Hungary were deported to Auschwitz. In his Shiyosut Shuvos Hashem, he describes the events of Rosh Hashanah 1944, when he was transported to Auschwitz. Rav Meisel smuggled in a chauffeur and he kept it hidden. It was a constant source of strength to anyone who sought his support. Rosh Hashanah finally came. Thousands were placed in barracks surrounded by the Kapos. They were transported. They were waiting to be transported to various labor camps. SS soldiers were scheduled to come towards evening and facilitate the transfer. As the day began to wane, Rav Meizel, accompanied by his son and a friend, went to barracks after barracks to blow the shofar for those who gathered around to fulfill the mitzvah. As the two Rabbanim stood amongst the emaciated prisoners who yearned anxiously to hear shofar, most, for the final time, the familiar sacred sounds of the past. Many began to sob uncontrollably. tekiah shvarim, Trua The prisoners were crying. The makra was crying. And the bal tokeh, Rabbi Meisels, was crying. He found it hard, Rabbi Meisels, to blow the shofar sounds properly. He writes in a safer, then more than ever. I felt the poignant words of the shlaha kodosh. tekiah what was intact and whole in the past, has now become shvarim Trua, shattered and broken. The only thing to hope for was the ultimate tekiah once again, the tekiah of Mashiach, a complete and intact Jewish nation. Rav Meisels risked his life barrack after barrack, block after block. He felt compelled to blow shofar for his unfortunate brethren. He soon became aware that near the final block where he was to blow shofar was an enclosed area where there were over 1,000 young boys who had been rounded up waiting for the gas chambers. They called out to Rabbi Meisel and pleaded that he blow the tchiosk for them. It was close to evening. The SS murderers would be coming soon. Rabbi Meisel's field for his life. If he was caught blowing shofar by that enclosure meant certain death. He was trapped in a dilemma. Should he risk his life to blow shofar for these boys? Their pleas pierced his heart. They begged to your shofar one last time that Rosh Hashanah, his own son Zalman Leib said to Rabbi Meisel's, if you die, father, I'll be left alone. Please, father, let's leave here now. Don't risk your life. The SS will be coming soon. You've risked your life so many times already today. For my sake, let's leave. Rav Meizos was torn. Thoughts raced through his mind. Won't the mitzvah protect me? Chazal teach, shluchay mitzvah, ain't a Ezekin. Those who go to perform a mitzvah are not harmed. Could he leave? Could he stay? Should he blow? Should he not blow? The boys were calling to him, pleading that he come. The kapos warned of Meisos. If the bell rang, indicating the SS were on the way, he could not leave he would accompany the boys to the gas chambers where he would meet his death. Of Maisel's rights, he knew his decision was perhaps not halachically correct, but he decided his life was worthless, worthless in Auschwitz anyway. So many were dying of starvation every day. Even more were being killed and burned. He decided he could not disregard the pleas of the boys. He would give them this last mitzvah. He stationed his son Zalman Leib to warn him if he saw the soldiers coming and they would attempt to run for their lives. The boys tugged at his clothing and kissed his hands as he made his way to the front where he could say a few words of encouragement. He began aloud, My dear children, King David writes in Tehillim, Chapter eighty one, verse four, you will have another teacher by then. David Melech writes, Tiku bakoda shofar bakasa luyam chagenu." Blow the shofar at the moon's renewal at the appointed time for our festive day. But the word bakasa, appointed time, can also mean kisui, covered or hidden. Today Rav Meisel said to the boys, Everything is hidden from us. We have no idea how much longer we'll be here. We don't know what the Rasha'im have done with our families. We don't know what will be our end. It is all hidden. Tiku bakodah shofar bakasa. In the month when we blow the shofar, everything is hidden for us. But we must never give up, says Rvmeizos. Chazal teaches in Maseches Brachos even if a sharp sword rests on a person's neck, he should not refrain from praying for mercy. With a blend of tears, determination, courage, he blew a hundred sounds. Rvmeizos writes I must record for history the words I heard from these holy children. One said, we heard what the rabbi said. We may not give up. We hope for the best. We must be prepared for the worst. For the sake of Hashem, my brothers, let's go into our last moments proclaiming the Shema Yisrael with great devotion. The boys cried out the sacred verses of the Shema, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is God, the Lord is one, with voices that pierced the heavens. They thanked of Mizos as he left the enclosure. One boy called out, The Rebbe should leave here alive and well, and all the other boys cried out, Amen. That night, All 1,000 brave boys perished Al Kiddush Hashem. And yet, when we look at our enemy, Nazi Germany, they have risen and they have fallen. And when we look at Amisra, we have risen and continue to rise. Perich of Aleph of Tehill and Pasuk Gimel, Ta'avas libo nosatolo, the desires of his heart, the desire of the king's heart, you have given him, God. The Arashas Sifasav, Manata and the utterances of his lips, you did not deny. And so every Rosh Hashanah, after the powerful Tzikia for the call of the Neshama, and all of our Tfilos, we utter a similar request to the Rebbeinu Shem: Arashas Sifasenu, Ya'arav May the utterances of our lips be pleasing before you, O God who is exalted, and raised up. God who understands, who gives ear, who looks, who pays attention to the voice of our tekiah. Accept with mercy and goodwill the order of our prayers. We long for the end of days when King Mashiach will come. We will all sing together, Perich of Aleph. Hashem has helped us win over our enemies. And then, Be'ezot Hashem, truly arashas Ya ya'arav lefanecha. Thank you for learning with me, Lezeh Chonishma San Yofinkelstein, Chana Ba Chaim Leib, Al HaHaShalom, El Shuadei Besuras Tovos, Kol Tov, and thank you so much to all.